Hey, I'm Dre Silvertooth and I'm a GM. You should absolutely come listen to our podcast because I have the best heroes. They're hunting curses for the Queen of Vire and it's, it's going great. I got five hit points. I have a plan. Is it to write my eulogy? They make really good choices. Oh God, why did I do that? <laughs> it's all according to plan. Textbook success. She did fall 45 feet in full armor, though. Well. Fine. They are bad heroes. I have four very bad heroes on my podcast. But they are hilarious. Come check us out at badheroescast.com or find Bad Heroes wherever you get your podcasts. I haven't been playing my bard correctly, so now I am going to. <laughs> Hold up. You mean trying to summon an electric guitar so that you can use the auxiliary cord was not doing it correctly? Oh, no, that was definitely correct. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the review episode of The Guild. This has been our playtest of Jacob Randolph's Fellowship 2nd Edition. That was your overlord, Dennis Veray. And with me, I had some players and their characters. Uh, I'm Logan, and I played Mork Dork. I'm Kashan, and I played Lil Willy. I'm Adam, and I played Baldrick Trotter. My name's Jesse, and I played Dinothraka. And before we get into the meat of this episode, happy 420, everyone. <laughs> happy Derek Chauvin charged for all three counts of murder against George Floyd. Ooh, ooh. Uh, we're celebrating over here. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, Smoke weed every day. But we're actually going to get into the system. Uh, we're going to start <laughs> our review for the system. I have been on record on social media and out in this podcast world as a person who is not fond of traditional Dungeons and Dragons, the system. So when I came into this idea, I wanted to find something fun that could allow me to do traditional high fantasy tropes in the general ethos of what would be considered D&D, but wasn't paying any money to Wizards of the Coast, really. So when I found Fellowship, I was really excited to play this, and I found my four favorite fantasy people to come and do this. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Stared off at the distance yeah, there for a second. to the fact that you called me a fantasy person. I was like, ooh, I took it the dirty <laughs> way. You know, I just, <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh. Sexy. We're all Dennis's fantasy people. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> things I love about this system is that you get to create. You get to... Decide what your fantasy looks like in a sexy way or a high fantasy way. But my favorite thing about when you play homebrew sessions of D&D is what you change to what was given to you by Wizard of the Coast, specifically when it comes to races and characters. So one of my biggest loves of the system itself is how when you choose a playbook, which is often a specific race or a specific archetype, you get to decide what you look like in that world. And it's very pleasing that the characters get to decide everything that goes into it so they don't have to clash with the DM who's like, orcs are evil and idiots, alright? You can't be a smart, fun 
orc? That's impossible. Mm. So that's something I really love about the system. How did you all feel about the system? Yeah, it was a lot of fun uh, to play through it uh, with everything. It's You got uh, Power by Apocalypse system. It lets you know what you can do, how to do it. And, but even with those sort of like set... Um, set rules and stuff like that there's a lot in how there's still so much creativity that can go into like every encounter every interaction every situation and stuff like that it really rewards um that's that sort of play style of not not just like all right, all right, we've got like um like a, a a demon we're trying to kill. I'm just gonna roll a d d twenty, and that determines if I hit him or not, and then I hit him or not. It's more like how do you face? How do you? It, it's much more important with how you face and handle and approach different situations. And um, with the car- uh, fantasy race stuff that you were talking about earlier, I'm a a big fan of uh, Warhammer 40k. Uh, space football hooligan orcs fungus orcs <laughs> and so being able to make that for the fantasy uh setting and more like kind of like a quote-unquote traditional kind of fantasy world that we ended up making it was fun to to make something approach something inspired from that but still i don't know thing else we created about how how orcs worked in this in this world yeah Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say that uh, this is my first time playing a system that isn't uh, like just normal classic Dungeons and Dragons style stuff. Um, so it was already like really throwing that we were only rolling D6s. So mm-hmm. like that alone, I was kind of like, oh, wait, what's happening? Um, so I but because of that too, kind of like uh, bouncing off of something that Logan said with you know you're not just like rolling a d20 to see if you hit it or something in a in a way i felt like this system was a little bit more confining in a sense in terms of like what we were rolling for but because of that overall it wound up feeling a lot more freeing in the type of gameplay that this required um because instead of like just saying i'm gonna do something dumb and then rolling a dice to see if it works i actually had to like think and like do some <laughs> gameplay and like you know i hit myself in the head with a brick uh, so i <laughs> to try to recreate like what i thought we needed to do to get through like that puzzle and stuff like that so um i i, I really enjoyed the way that it was set up coming from like just playing that the more classic system i really think it puts the rp in ttrpg wow if that's not fellowship's tagline they should wow. use it like a free reign. Um, <laughs> but it really makes it to where, like, you just get to role play the whole time. Like, yeah. if you want to will something to happen when you have the spotlight on you, you yeah. can. Um, you come up with everything. You decide how encounters go. It makes it feel so like it's harder to fail. I, I think it's what's nice. There's not really a crit failure. So, because I, I think we've all been in a session of a TTRPG where we keep rolling low and we don't do mm. anything for three hours and it's mm. awful. Yep. And I just feel like that doesn't happen in this system. So it was fun. It's kind of fun to just be there and experience your character and what they would do in a scenario instead of just what the dice allows you to do. It's cool. Yeah. And I feel like there was a lot less like pressure, like as someone who has social anxiety, uh, I feel like playing D&D, I would be like, um, like, 
can I do that to the DM all the time? And so I feel like at first playing this, I kind of felt like I had to ask you, like, can I do that? But then towards the end, I was like, oh, right, we can do literally anything we want. And so I (laughs) think it took away a lot of that pressure of being like, is this in the universe? Is this allowed? Like, who was that celebrity that is now... Uh, Brad, wasn't it Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt or something? Is Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise? It was one of those. Yeah, so now that's canon. I thought it was, wait, was it Tom Hanks? Oh, I hope it was Tom Hanks. Because didn't we make a Wilson think, reference? I could totally Tom. be making this up right now. I think we we might have mentioned some more people, but yeah. I feel like it was Tom Cruise. Yeah. I think I think I mentioned Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's why I thought yeah. it was. Yeah, that's why. Uh, uh, was it Mission Impossible or Top Gun? I can't oh, remember. Man. Oh God! <laughs> started to just name <laughs> Tom Cruise movies yeah, afterwards. Yeah, we'll have to go back and listen to the podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, it's just about doing what you want cuz in D&D you'd be like, "Hey, I want to jump up this tree." And the DM would be like, "All right, roll me an athletics or an acrobatics check." And then you fail it and then you can't jump up the tree. But with fellowship, you could be like, "Yeah, you fucking jump up. It's a tree. Like of course an adventurer can climb just climb the tree." And then when you want to do dumb shit off the tree, that's when I'll have you roll. You know? Of course you can pull and- out a a can of snakes and kill a god. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. <laughs> because it doesn't doesn't break the world at all. We've established that Wilbo is this cartoon character clown. Of course, he has a gag can of snakes on him that he's ready to use at any moment. Like, <laughs> as far as like rolling, something I really did want to just bring up real fast, um, but in the basic moves for how you finish them, and I think that really shapes a central idea of fellowship as a whole as well. Because when it comes to D&D and other systems like that, I feel you roll until you've depleted HP, and then at the very end you either go like, alright, I, I kill them, or I need to keep this person alive, so I do non-lethal damage this round. I hit them really hard over the head, we tie them up. Whereas mm-hmm. you had a full gambit and you were able to use all of your stats to finish them once you had the advantage over mm-hmm. your opponents, you could you could fucking murder them, murder them. You could run away. You could try to talk with them, which is really awesome for something that like Baldrick took advantage of in like the very <laughs> beginning. The like very first fight I threw at you guys was supposed to be that skeletons, but Baldrick's like, nope, I'm the talker of the group. So let's see if I can talk these skeletons away. <laughs> but yeah, it just allowed me to open up the world to you guys what little i had ready for you of the ari and play around with it as you would and i think this is how we'll segue into the campaign itself and how i i had such a different vision of this campaign well we fucked well, we <laughs> irreversibly <laughs> didn't we <laughs> not alien lost siblings <laughs> Which is what I loved about playing with you guys is that you challenged me in the best ways when you would throw something at me and you guys think you were breaking my souls, but you're just like helping me as a DM be redder for fucking (laughs) (laughs) and like jokes on me for not clearing out in episode zero what race both Baldrick and Dino were, so that when Jesse told me at the top of episode two, I always thought we were aliens. I was just like, alright. Yeah. No, you're right about that. Oh, 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 oh. That being said, I'm 
said though, you killed it. Like I did not. Oh, see that, that was coming. awesome. It yeah. was amazing. So like, kudos to you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, and just uh, being able to play around with it too. I just feel like from my experience as an improviser not going for the a to b that you guys are actually on a planet but leading you guys to think you're from another planet and then (laughs) feeling comfortable enough to be like no you guys are aliens in the sense that this is not your homeland yeah that's i feel bad because i can't remember if i've already brought up this point on a recording or not but um i i do love the fantasy settings that do have like like certain like like uh, groups as like legit kind of aliens or stuff like that like with like Pathfinder elves are 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 really just from another planet and they came to this world setting through like ancient gates yeah. or some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was expecting that I was I was, uh, I was at an expectation that might have been the case for this world as well, but it was very nicely subverted, Dennis. And then yeah, you guys had such a big impact that like halfway through i was just like i have to switch all my shit up (laughs) because it is not going in the direction that they were going i still kept like most of the broad strokes but like i wiped away all the minutiae to just fit in more stuff about you guys because i was like nothing i create will be as good as what these four (laughs) people at any point so (laughs) well jesse i don't know about you but i was really comforted knowing that you were playing on this also because when i found out it was logan and sean i was like wait but they play pretend for like once you told me that you were also um uh oh what, what is it called a squire a squire i was like both chose background characters i was like i'm not the only one yeah. foreground fun. characters and then- <laughs> my fingers into an open wound i don't know who i was oh god oh, oh. <laughs> i killed someone by ball tapping them i feel like <laughs> we really blossomed in this episode I said. you know yeah we really came into our own yeah. wallflowers no more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the fellowship yes. has changed them I would fully play, like, an entire probably 30 minutes of, like, a systemed cornhole game, though. <laughs> like, <that. laughs> yes, cornhole RPG is, like, the best idea that's come out of this. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it could be really fun. That's, like, the new sport. Oh, you know, boy. You just gotta get really good at, like, at the gamer uh, ex- finger exercise thing before you roll. <laughs> gotta go play some cornhole. Like, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I I really had fun making this world for you all and tried to like fit in as many of my fantasy tropes I really love. Making sure I gave you guys dungeons to explore and actual dragons <laughs> to best. Because I feel like most times in D&D, you don't get to really either of them uh, throughout your homebrew campaigns. Yeah. So starting that and ending with it. And just giving you guys my best tropes from like when I used to run just like specifically D&D as a kid, the time loop session is always my favorite so i was really happy to that run was, with you guys that is absolutely one of my favorite things that was so, that was so fucking fun dennis i gotta say I, that was unexpected <laughs> but wholly appreciated that was that was uh, uh that was so much fun to go through <laughs> i know i found myself like thinking about it outside of the game like i would just be like laying in bed at night being like what could it be what are we missing like how do we solve this <laughs> I just thought about getting beat up by all those dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hit Baldrick with a 
with a brick again. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted Baldrick to get hit with a brick every time, and I was like, yeah, hit Baldrick with I a I would have died because Dennis made me take damage. <laughs> Dude, I was really afraid Baldrick was going to die in that. <laughs> oh, that would have been the most hilarious death, though, by bricks in yeah. the face. <laughs> yeah, and I had, it, I had it planned and real sad. I had full mechanics for, like, if anyone biffs it in there, like, oh, you'll still continue man. the loops until the loop ends, and then oh. you receive all your damage once again over time. Dang, that would have been cool. Oh, we should have murdered someone. Would you look <laughs> at me? I, you look wholeheartedly, you look full into my eyes. <laughs> you made full eye contact with Kishan. Oh, wow. Yeah, afterwards. I feel like Dinah has a thirst for blood. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? You were one of the only one of us that actually full-on murdered people in the I campaign, went for so. headshots. I yeah. don't know. It just came out. <laughs> If you look back, I think the full murder count is on Dino. <laughs> <laughs> and you think it would be Mork, but no. 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 <laughs> Just slaying dragons mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. Anything else you guys had about the campaign? So kind of talking about mechanics or the story itself? <laughs> story itself, mechanics, All anything right. you had. Yeah. I, I I feel like we were able to... I mean, we had a bit of time restraints, as it were, with, like, being able to find, like, recording time and everything like that, so... But, uh, I, there's... So, it, it almost feels a little bit like we've kind of got a bit under the surface as far as, like, what this whole system can really provide. There's, like, a lot of cool stuff involving, like, have, like forming bonds with your fellow players to get, like, hope, like, through that and building that up. Like, there's the, um... The uh, special like uh, cl- playbooks, as you can, like uh, the like the special one that Baldrick got. That I mean, uh, yeah, uh, you can. Uh, ha- there's a whole lot of fun stuff. There's like there's like a, a orc boss one that I was like being like, damn, that would be cool for Mork. That'd be so much fun. But yeah, yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a really it's a fun ass system. It's really cool. <laughs> it's a fun-ass system. Give them a taste. There's a lot of other additions and expansions out there uh, for Fellowship. So if you're interested in what we do, please check out the rest of mm-hmm. it. But yeah, my main my main takeaway is that you guys are amazing uh, storytellers and push me to the edge of that. So like my rewriting of the whole campaign, as it were, wasn't that like I had a specific ending in mind. I'd always considered that you guys might keep the bad one alive out of the siblings and <laughs> adding your own overlord. But it was that I had like a finite ending to this. And I, I don't want this to end. So the rewriting was opening it up so we could come back to this at some point. So we could come back to the best at uh, mm. some point later, maybe with a different system. Queen That's my... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my... <laughs> May her reign be long and bloody. <laughs> you know, Jacoby, she got a taste for blood, she do. <laughs> Another evil sibling that I have to try to, like, figure out what the hell happened. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, you guys did let someone take her body away, so. Mm. Oh, shit. We, yeah, no, they all came in and they took her. We were like, meh. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I so that's something to look forward to in season two. Zombie, 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 
But now it's time for our ratings. Here are nonsensical ratings for the system of fellowship. Uh, I'll start off. Uh, I'm going to give this uh, system and campaign, I'm going to give it one blasted open door of rebar when the door was full ass unlocked <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> campaign. Yeah. Uh, Out of ten. Classic the best. Alright, I I am going I'm I'm going to get give this uh the system and the campaign nineteen rings of power out of twenty. Because you got to keep the one that rules. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) I don't have that ring. Queen Dinah's going to steal that ring. Oh, shit. Oh, no. (laughs) Cursed jewelry did have a place in the campaign, so I guess so. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say three dungeon map halves for my scrapbook. (laughs) All three together. (laughs) And it's a really nice sentence. It just doesn't mean (laughs) anything. I'm going to give this system seven out of eight Daddy Strong Legs is legs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he lost one in the war. I forgot to bring yeah, that up. Yeah. <laughs> Such a champ. Such a champ. He was taken on a Tarrasque. <laughs> oh, now. man. <laughs> I'm going to give this, and we all know what I'm going to give this. A big ol' Yahoo! (laughs) Yes! Uh. (laughs) Thank you so much, Variables, for listening to the story of the best. Uh, Stick around, make some noise on socials. Uh, The more noise you make, the sooner I'll do another season of this of the new system with these guys. Uh, But you will hear all of these voices in different areas uh, through One Shot of Palooza 2, which will be running on our Patreon for the foreseeable future. One Shot of Palooza 2, One Shot of Toulouse. You can check out all of these fun systems we try out as One Shots. And you'll hear a lot of these voices on there. And if you go on Patreon, you can go on there for as low as a dollar to support us and get all those episodes. And every five new Patreons we get, we release one of the fun one-shots up onto the main feed for everyone else. So you're helping out the whole. I've seen the the offered uh, one-shots that are on there. They are buck wild, y'all. They are, it's it's fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Variables and go to sleep. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.